and welcome to Emma's ESL English. Today, how are you? Hmm, this has come up a couple of times recently. It seems like the easiest question in the world to answer, right? How are you? I'm fine, thank you. And you, we did this way back at the beginning. I think it's maybe episode four, something like that. But maybe it's not so simple. So one of the things I think you need to bear in mind, one of the challenges that you're facing, when you're a beginner, you're told all of the rules. The teacher is telling you all of the rules. And the reason why we tell you those rules is because we need some kind of scaffolding or framework to build your understanding on. We need to put the vocabulary somewhere. So we need to teach you the grammar so you know where to put the vocabulary. So it's really necessary to have the, the rules and the framework in place when you're a beginner. But once you've mastered the basics, some of that scaffolding starts to erode. This is especially noticeable at the more advanced levels because you know all the rules and hopefully you're chatting in English pretty often. And so you quickly start to notice the apparent mistakes are things that native speakers do all the time. <laughs> so it can be really tricky and frustrating because you can be listening thinking, but no, I was told that's not allowed or, but no, I was told that's not the way you say it or, but no, I was told you can't use that word in that way. And all of these things were maybe very true for a beginner because if we told you, ah, yeah, but you can say anything, then it's very hard for you to learn anything. Where do you start? What do you focus on? So that's one of the reasons why this seems really strange where native speakers are not following the rules. I think I've mentioned it before. The thing to bear in mind is that native speakers are rarely taught the rules. Think about your own language education for your own language. If I wanted to ask you, what is the grammar structure for your language? Where does the verb go? Why does it go there? Would you be able to answer the questions that you ask your English teacher about English? Would you be able to answer those questions about your own language? Most native speakers would not. So, yeah, <laughs> they're not following the rules because they don't know the rules. They didn't have to learn them when they were growing up. So what they follow is what sounds right to them and what everybody else is saying, which may be very different to what you learned in the books or from your ESL teacher. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> That's not very helpful and kind of annoying, but the joys of learning English. What can I say? <laughs> so that is why we are back here at what may feel like the beginning. How are you? What I want to do today is give you some, actually some common mistakes that I've heard so that you can then look at, okay, what is happening there? Why is that happening? But then also look at some alternative answers because actually with this question, for most native speakers, we are 
kind of asking the same question every time. We have a few variations on the theme, but we really don't vary the question very much. We vary the answer. So I might go into the office that I don't work in and say to five people, hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? I may even stop and have a chat with each person, but each time I'm probably going to say, how are you? So don't panic too much. If you feel like you're saying the same thing every time, that's actually okay. <laughs> that's okay. It works. That's important. One thing to bear in mind is that we are not as attached to the grammar as you are, and we will quite happily break all of the grammar rules. We're going to see this a little bit today. How are you? We also have a few other variations. You might ask, how's it going? Or how have you been? These are all questions that are going to get you a similar kind of an answer. One of my students last week said, it was good. So in this case, it and was, neither of those work. Because we, we want to know how are you right now. So was is in the past tense. We want to switch that and we need a pronoun. We would say, I am good. That's okay. I have a young student. She's only 11, so she can get away with anything. And whenever I ask her this question, she has to think for a really long time. And she says, Mm, I feel great. Or sometimes I feel happy. This is obviously something she's learning at school and she's 11. So I'm not going to worry too much about this for now. However, she's answering a different question. She's answering the question, how do you feel? Which is not the question I asked you. In fact, if I'm a native English, especially British person, I do not want to know how you feel. Even Americans, we don't really want to know how you feel. It's really scary for us. <laughs> it's really scary for us to know how you feel. That's very much too stressful. So, how are you? I'm great is good. I'm happy. We are unlikely to say that because it is directly a feeling. So we're unlikely to use I'm happy or I'm sad anything like that. When we answer, we can say, as I mentioned earlier, I'm good. We have lots of different ways to describe ourselves though. I'm good. I'm well. I'm great. I'm fine. Lots of words. And as I mentioned regarding the grammar, although the correct structure would be I am or I'm and then fine, okay, great, whatever. Don't be surprised when the native speakers don't follow the structure. And of course, it's totally okay for you to vary things a little bit if you feel brave enough. So you learned at school the long version. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. And you? A common shorter version of this for native speakers is fine, thanks, you. You could do fine, thanks, and you. That works as well. But fine, thanks, you is very common. So we've taken out like most of the grammar. <laughs> we've just left the main words that we need to say. I'm going to give you a bunch here, so be prepared. Some of this is, I suppose, relative to different areas. Some of it is relevant a little bit to how we're feeling. And some of it is just kind of, we just don't want to say fine. We're trying to be creative. 
it is very common to throw the question back and add a you or how about you at the end of the question. So you could do that with all of these. If you're rushing past someone and you're both in a hurry, it's also common to not do that because you're past each other by the time you get there. You might both ask the question at the same time. If you're in a hurry, you might both say, how are you? Good, thanks, and keep going. <laughs> so <laughs> that happens. So all of these, we can add a you or how about you at the end of it. So how are you? Good, ta. Ta. It means thanks. It's casual, probably mostly with family members and friends, you would use ta. And certainly there are different places that wouldn't use it at all. <laughs> okay, so good ta just means I'm good, thanks. Just a simple, not bad, or all good, thanks, or yeah, you all right. So in fact, you might hear someone answer, how are you with, yeah, you all right, which means I'm fine, you all right? But they didn't actually say that. <laughs> what can I say? We're weird. There are other things we can say that sort of mean I'm not as great as great, but we're probably not going to elaborate on them unless someone asks us. So we might say, same old, same old, which is a little similar, I think, to the French. Oh, I wasn't very brave saying that. So, <laughs> Which just means nothing's changed. Everything's the same as normal. Someone might say, I'm holding up, which means I'm fine. Actually, it sounds bad. It's the same, I'm holding up or hanging in there. Both of them mean I'm fine. It's sort of giving you the idea that like life is difficult and I'm still here <laughs> kind of thing. But it doesn't necessarily mean that anything bad is happening or even that they're having a stressful time. It's just a different way to answer the question. They may say could be better, which is suggesting that something's not great. And very often if someone says could be better, then we do ask, oh really, is everything okay? Can I help you with something? It's rare for somebody to tell us they're not okay. So for them to say could be better, it sort of means they're asking us to ask more about that. So we might. Really positive, super or awesome, very American. Or we could just say something like, it's all happening here, which means I'm a little bit stressed and a lot of things are going on. <laughs> there we go. A lot of different options for you. You can use them or not use them. It's totally okay to just say, I'm fine, thank you, and you. Or, I'm great. You doing okay? Don't feel like you have to get really interesting <laughs> about this question. It is not necessary. Tomorrow we're going to talk about how to extend a conversation past hi, how are you? You've been listening to Emma's ESL English. Thank you very much for tuning in. If you have any questions, you can send me an email at emmaseslenglish at gmail.com or alternatively, you can head over to the blog at www.emmaseslenglish.com where you can find a write-up of all of this, and you can also ask questions underneath the blog. All right. Thank you for being here. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.